Okay, so welcome everyone. We are heading into the holiday season. <laughs> so we're week 16 on uh, Naturally Healthy Club. And today we're going to be talking about intentional feasting. And basically, I just wanted to get you guys, we're going to do a set of daily, uh, do our daily practice for Christmas Day and actually go through that exercise of of imagining how we want that day to go. So we're going to intentionally enjoy the um, Christmas. But, and then I also wanted to, we're going to follow up from the goals work that we did last week. And I'm going to take you through, um, I'm just going to, I'm not going to get everyone to do the exercise, but I'm going to just guide you through the, um, the goals worksheet exercise so that after Christmas, <laughs> when you've got some time, you can do this, do this exercise in your own time in terms of setting a goal between for, for now and the end of the program. So um, yes, it's going to be a good one today. Um, so let's just dive into our, our um, yes. So yeah, plan is that's, a, so that, that's our plan for today. And then at the end, we'll um, open up for some, um, I want to hear some tiny wins. So start thinking now about what's working well um, and also um, coaching if anyone needs coaching. Okay, so naturally healthy club philosophy. So I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush, especially when we're eating, when we're feasting. <laughs> There's definitely no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Overeating isn't worth it, except occasionally. Um, there will be plenty of amazing food in my future or there'll be plenty of amazing food later is another one that people find more helpful because it's more specific in terms of timing. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. So remember that when you're feasting, like those first few bites of all the deliciousness, like that's where you're getting the most pleasure. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, and then we've got our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy and there's four parts to it. So we remember it light, L-I-T-E. And L is for listening to our bodies. And the thought that goes along with that is that overeating isn't worth it. And the habit that goes along with, with listening to our bodies is, is doing the tummy challenge or just you know, pausing when you're halfway through your meal and checking in with your body, like actually checking in, how does my tummy feel? How does my body feel? How am I feeling? Like, could this be enough? And, and pausing. And so this is something that, um, that is so helpful because when we tune into our bodies and let our bodies decide how much that's when like everything falls into to balance in terms of in terms of like our weight and the cool thing is that we can do this we can do this anywhere and anywhere it doesn't matter whether we're traveling it doesn't matter whether we're at someone else's house and they're serving up the food like like this is this is this skill and it is just a skill that we can practice is um, is really the thing that got me to being naturally healthy. Like I was already making intentional choices. I was already checking my weight and I was already enjoying my food and slowing down. But when I, and I, you know, so I, and my weight was in a pretty good place 
with doing those three things. But the thing that really got me to start the Naturally Healthy Club and to be like, yes, I'm in, I can do this. I'm in control of this. Like, and that just that that brought the ease into it was building this skill. And yes, it did take some effort to, it does take some effort to stop. And there is some discomfort that comes up when we, when we, if you're used to just finishing off your plate, there is some discomfort that comes up, but that little bit of discomfort, getting good at feeling that and getting good at noticing that is the, that that's the, that being good at feeling that little bit of discomfort then is what is what gets you to be this naturally healthy person who feels really great in their body body and who has this healthy relationship with food. So it's like a little bit of you, you, the cost is a little bit of discomfort for a lot of gain. Uh, so if you like, if you're with, like if you haven't started on, on working on this skill, totally fine. And if you're feeling like, Oh, like it, and you're noticing that, Oh, it feels really uncomfortable. Like, Yes, of course it does feel com- uncomfortable. Like because you like because eating food's pleasurable, and so to stop eating is is uncomfortable. But so what we want to do is just notice at first, like just notice. Oh yeah, okay, and tune into that. Like and notice that what are what are the thoughts that are actually going on in your head when you make that decision to to keep eating and to finish off your plate, even though you know your body's had enough food. And just get curious with those. And because it's like, so there's, and that skill of being able to coach yourself in that, that moment of like, oh yeah, this is, this is enough. And then noticing the sneaky thoughts that come up and like, and finding new, new thoughts that are helpful thoughts, like using new thoughts in those moments to help change how you feel is like, that is what is a superpower. Like that is what unlocks the weight loss that is what makes life really easy as a naturally healthy person Uh, so I really encourage you to um, just persevere with that skill like persevere bring the curiosity to it bring it to coaching like if you if you like yeah but like like it's really hard and it feels really hard like just let me know like we can work on it together because they're all it will be is there's just like a couple of of stinky thoughts and we'll do more lessons on on self-coaching but there 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 are just a couple of stinky thoughts that you're having that are causing you to keep eating when you know you've had enough and we just need to like notice them and find new thoughts to redirect to and when you do that like that's going to make it so much easier um, so that is, yeah, listening to our, our, our bodies and yeah, I really in like it, when you do tune that in, dial that in, it is what makes, makes life, life so much easier. So, so yes, I'm looking forward to like when the, the sneaky cool thoughts come up, post them in the group or, or come to coaching and say, Hey, I noticed a sneaky thought and that can be a win because <laughs> then we can find, find new ones. And like one of the most common ones is like, it won't matter. It's just a few more bites. And so if that thought comes up for you, like what you can, what one thing that like can be helpful is go, yeah, it is just a few more bites, but, uh, and, and redirecting your thoughts about how you're going to feel better. Like, yeah, those few bites, they do make a difference. And if I leave them, I'm actually going to feel better later. I'll feel leaner later. I'll feel like it'll only like it's, I'm going to feel better about things and it's going to, it's a vote for me becoming a naturally healthy person. Like it isn't, these few bites do matter in the scheme of things. These few bites can be a vote towards who, who I'm becoming. So 
uh, yeah, let, let's let's really don't give up on them. <laughs> don't give up on this. Even if you've completed the tummy challenge, it's ongoing work. And yes, it does take some intention to coach yourself through those moments, but it's so worth it to do that. Okay. And then we, so that's listening to our tummies. Of course, the other option is to just serve yourself less food. And if you want to do that, by all means, use that, uh, use that, use, use that as a tool just, but with, with, if you are going to be serving yourself like a lot, you know, smaller, smaller amounts, you could still be serving yourself more than your body needs, which is you know, something that you, you can play around with. And the other part is if you are small, serving yourself smaller amounts, you've got to make sure that if your body's like at the end of that, like wanting more food, that you go back and get it. You don't want to be like finishing your meal, feeling like you're missing out, feeling like you've been denied, like feel, feeling like your body's still hungry. Like that's not what it's about. It's about feeling that satisfaction. So you've got to give that yourself that opportunity to go back. Okay, then we have I for making intentional choices. And the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go? So, and the habit that goes along with that is our daily practice. And, um, and for everything I've just said about listening to our tummies, if you're just grazing randomly throughout the day um, and then you stop perfect, like uh, when your tummy's perfectly full, like at the right point, when your body's just satisfied and then you're going, going after dinner and like having you know, grazing in the kitchen after dinner, like obviously <laughs> the listening to your tummy isn't going to be, isn't going to be enough to help move, move the scale. So we do still need to be making intentional choices. We do still need to be, um, for most of us, like sticking to eating regular meals rather than that grazing because grazing is such a pernicious little thing and you can you never feel really full when you're grazing because it's just a little bit here, a little bit there, but throughout the day that those little bits add up. And and for me, whenever at the moment, like whenever my weight goes goes up, it's usually that I'm like there's some grazing coming in where I'm snacking when I'm cooking or I'm um, swigging cream out of the bottle, which I've added myself about, um, you know, when I'm or just having lots of cream or I'm like picking when I'm putting the, after I've finished dinner, I'm putting, picking at things when I'm putting things away that always causes my weight to, 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 to go up. So, so intentional choices and listen to our t- tummies. You really need both. You can't just like you can't just do one or or the other. They go, they really go hand in hand. And then we have tracking, and the thought that goes along with that is, um, yes, I weigh xxx, and it's okay. And the habit that goes along with that is weighing ourselves every day. Then we have in enjoying, and um, which is a course the most fun part oh, actually it's all, it's all fun but uh I particularly love the pleasure of food and the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush and the habit that goes along with that is just putting our cutlery down in between bites so we're slowing ourselves down and that is like such a big part of enjoyment and also like the other part of enjoyment can be is focusing on the food so and we can do that even if we are in out you know, eating in company if we, even if we are having a, a big celebrational feast what I like to do is just think of it as I've got this spotlight and I'm either focusing the spotlight on my food and what's going in my mouth and how things are tasting or my wine if I'm drinking or whatever I'm drinking and like and and then like 
flipping the spotlight back to the conversation. So I'm doing this dance between just checking in with how things taste so, and then also checking in with the conversation so that I get both, so that I get the enjoyment of the and the pleasure of the company and also that so I'm not just eating on autopilot with all my attention focused elsewhere and missing out on the pleasure. So that's a big thing to remember particularly you know, over the next few days when we've got some delicious, really delicious meals coming up to, yeah, do that little dance. I just take that those few seconds. And it is like literally a few seconds to check in and go, oh, wow, that's really lovely. Oh, I really like that lemon. Oh, that's, um, that's really fresh. And oh, I love that rich creaminess. Like whatever it is, just, just noticing how the food tastes. Okay, so that's our process. Uh, let's talk about, okay, so in terms of news, just, uh, yeah, just tell your friends the eight days of Stone Soup Christmas. <laughs> um, and actually there is an option. I've been sending a daily email and giving away a free gift to everyone who signs up, to, um, who's on my email list. And that, so that includes you guys, which you would have seen. And there is an option to opt out. So if you're getting too many emails from me, just click on that opt out to stop getting the daily emails. Um, we're up to day. I just send out the day five Um Oh, yay. Thank you, Christine. Yeah, I had so much. I'm having so much fun with the gifts. So, yeah, tell your friends So because it expires on Saturday, US time, Sunday morning, Australian time. So tell your friends to send them that link so that they can sign up and get the free gifts because they are only doing this once a year. <laughs> well, actually, this is the first time I've ever done eight gifts in eight days. So uh, but I'm really enjoying it. So um, and today's today's gift was about that slow cooker magic. So if you have a friend who is interested in food at all, and wanting to simplify, which pretty much everyone is, uh, yeah, send them a link so that they can sign up. I haven't had many people share the link or many people sign up. Most of the people that have been accessing it have been like people that I've already known. So definitely if you could do me a favour, I would really, really appreciate it. Okay, and then um, in other news, Post of the Week Prize this week went to Rachel and she said, stopping sooner. And she said, for some reason, I stopped eating sooner than usual and without all the angst and drama that can surround that. I can't really pinpoint the why, but that's okay. It's a process and I can be curious in it and strive to continue with the ups and downs. So celebrating Rachel for, for stopping, like amazing, and also noticing that she could she can do it without and noticing that she normally has some angst and drama and like that's completely normal, particularly in the beginning of learning this skill when you're not great at coaching yourself. And so, Rachel, what I would invite for anyone is like when you do have that moment where you stop and there is no instant drama, it's because of the thought that you're thinking. And it, it probably is like maybe it is just like, oh, this is enough. I don't need any more or this, or this wasn't that good. Who knows? But like just get curious in that moment. Oh, what am I thinking? And so that you can use that thought again in the future because when you have a thought that works that helps you that helps you stop without feeling drama and angst like keep using it like notice what it is and keep using it so yeah maybe maybe Rachel if you can get curious and think about oh I wonder what I was thinking at the time like that could that could, could unlock some some really good self-coaching for you if you can't remember totally cool as well but just yeah for everyone when you have a moment where you do stop and like tune in, what am I thinking now? So that you can use that thought again in the future. Okay. Um, yeah, well done, Rachel. And 
Yeah, everyone, it's, it's so great when people post in the group. I love reading Tiny Wins. I also love reading when people are struggling, or I don't love when people are struggling, but I love when people post for coaching as well. Um, it's so fun. Okay, so let's recap last week's lesson, and that was gentle goals and just this idea that goals aren't something to be afraid of. They're not a reason to beat ourselves up. Goals are just a tool to help us get what we want. So goals, and the reason they do that is because it, it, they create clarity. Like setting a goal gives you some focus and clarity. It's like, yes, I really want this. And so when you have that focus and clarity, you're way more likely to achieve things. Whereas if you're just going through life, just going, oh yeah, just take whatever comes, then um, you, you are less likely to to be guided on a path to achieve the goal. And the cool thing with goals is we either, we always, we always benefit from them. So we either learn something or we achieve the goal and we you know, get where we want to go, get what we want. So, and the cool thing is that oftentimes the, when we get the learning, that's actually more valuable than when we achieve, achieve the goal. And sometimes the learning is that, oh, actually I don't really want that. And so it can be great to set a goal and then, Got start to go for it and go, you know what, this isn't what I want. And to have that clarity so that you can then, um, that can, and that can lead to what something that you do, knowing what you do want. So it can be a stepping, like those lessons can be a stepping stone to get you, to ultimately get you where you want to go. And so we spoke about the different types of goals where you can have external goals, which are, you know, I want to weigh a certain weight or earn so much money, make so much money or get a new job or whatever. And then we have like the internal goals, which people don't think about as much, which is like the goals around how you want to feel. So having a healthy relationship with food, like um, enjoying food more, um, you know, eating without eating without distractions, feeling calm around food, um, trusting myself, like feeling abundant, those types of types of goals. And then we also have process goals. And these are uh, goals. When we talk about process goals, they are goals that are, like uh, uh, you know, usually action-based actions that we're doing <clears throat> that can help us achieve an, an external goal. But um, setting a process goal can be helpful uh, because it's it really tends to be very specific. So you might want to set a goal around putting cutlery down in between bites and actually tracking that. Or you might want to set a goal around doing the tummy challenge and actually the tracking, like, am I tuning into my body and and, and and stopping when I feel satisfied, or you might want to set a goal around doing your daily practice and being like, that can be a goal around being intentional, um, or a goal around enjoying something delicious every day. So actually, you know, set anticipating and, and, and having a goal to like think through your food and look forward to what you're eating. Um, or it might be if you've got a, um, after dinner snacking, sneaky problem, like that might be something that you want to stop a goal to stop doing that. Or if you're being grazing, you might want to set a goal to like to just start to transition more to having um, proper meals. So, or it could be a goal to serve yourself less. It could be a goal to leave bites behind. Like there's like a million different goals that you could that you could set that are, that are process goals. And really, like it doesn't really matter what your goal is, just as long as you think about something that would feel good to you to do. And so we went through and did um, a visualization exercise last week and also a free writing exercise. And if you haven't done those, I did, they're posted with the replay, but I also um, posted the visualization as a standalone video so that you can do that in your own time. Um, so 
and it's it's only like five minutes or something but doing that can be just a great way to um, open your brain up and like get you connect you to like I help you identify what it is that you want to set as your goal um, so if you haven't done that yes go and do that at some point and before you um, before you actually set your goal and what I like to do is I like to do that I like to do the written exercise and then I also like to just come up with a list of all oh, potential goals so I'm thinking at the moment I like my goal for the summer I my health goal I've got a, a list of a few different ideas that I'd like to work on but I haven't I like to sit with it and marinate in it for a while before I decide and choose choose one um and I would invite you to just just choose one goal rather than choosing too many because we don't want to overwhelm you. Like naturally healthy club is just a part of your life. You've got other stuff going on. So we want to make it as simple as possible. Um, but then when I have identified, oh, yeah, that feels good. This is what I want to go for. Then there's actually a worksheet that I do um, that I that I have shared in the resources as well. And I'll link to the, that under the replay um, that takes you through just a few, a few different questions to really set yourself up for um for success in terms of achieving in terms of achieving goals so actually my what we'll do is we'll just I'll open that up and then I'll just screen share so we can so I'll, so I'll just want I just wanted to talk you guys through this worksheet so that when you do go to do it in your own time um, you'll know you'll, you'll know what you're getting yourself in for and it, and also if you have any questions we can cover them now so let's um see our screen I should be better at this um goals worksheet yes excellent okay great so can you guys see that should say goals worksheet is it just in in circle here yeah yeah, is, can we, is that what you guys are seeing or are you seeing something else? Yeah, you're seeing? Great, thanks, Jam. Um, okay, so basically it's in the resources section and basically the first question is like you're about defining the goals. So what is the result that you want to create by the end of the season? I, so I usually set goals by the seasons or it could be by a certain date. So this group of the Naturally Healthy Club, we're going to we finish up at the end of Feb. So if you wanted to, like by the end of Feb, that might be a good date or you might want to do it into March. And then the other part of defining your goal is so what's the result and when? And then the, the other part is like, how are you going to know you've achieved the goal? So if it's a, if it's a process goal, say you've completed the daily the tummy challenge, then you'll know you've achieved the goal because you've got you've completed that star chart. You've 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 done those twenty one days. Or if it's or you might like to do it for for the for two months for sixty days. Or if it's a weight goal, of course you'll know because you the scale says xxx. Um, but if it's more of a how you want to feel goal, and I actually in I love the goals around how I want to feel. Whenever I set a goal around how and be intentional with how I want to feel around something um those tend to be the goals that are the most satisfying to achieve like when you notice oh yeah I feel really differently about this it's very satisfying um so with the if it's a goal around around how you want to feel then what you can do for that what, what I what I like to do for those types of goals is actually start rating myself 
it might be once a week or might be every day, depending on how focused I want to be on around the goal. And it's like just rating yourself on a scale of, of one to 10 of how do I feel? So if you want to feel, um, say you want to feel calm and easy around food, you could rate yourself now, where are you at, at today? And just go, okay, so on a scale of one to 10, and you might give yourself a four or you might give yourself a two. I'm not feeling very calm. Um, and then you can just track that over time. And it's just, you just, whatever, it's not a super exact science, but at least then it gives you some data to help you, um, help you, help you measure and, and track um, where you're, where you're heading, like where you're heading to. And so then you can see, okay, like in ne next week, you might be a, a four and then the week after you might be go back to a two but then you might like you know by february you might be at a, an eight and you might and actually when you're having feelings goals rather than getting to the goal to being a 10 i like to get it to be um like set my goal to be an eight out of ten like i don't necessarily need it to be perfect i just want it to be better than where i am or you might like to set your goal to be if you're currently at a one you might like to set your goal to be a five out of ten in feeling calm around food um, so yeah, like there's so many ways you can play around with goals, which, so, and if you're, and if you're like, get stuck and you're not sure, just post in the group or turn up for coaching and I can help you identify like how you'll achieve, you have achieved that goal. Um, okay. So then we look at the next thing, the next thing to look at with goals is your, what I call it in, internal inspiration and your, in, and, and the thing is that whenever we are working towards a goal, invariably that's going to like occasionally you start working towards a goal and it just all falls into place and you're like yes this is amazing and it's all easy but occasionally what happens is usually what happens is there'll be times where it feels hard and like where you're not achieving the goal and you're not on track for the goal and so for those and in those moments when it feels hard if you've if you've already if you're already really clear about why you want the goal um, it helps you keep, like having that internal inspiration it keeps you motivated to keep going through the hard times so and to to persevere so that you do like you are able to, to work through navigate the, the tricky parts um, so you want to ask yourself like yeah why do you why do you want this goal and just let like you'll you'll know why like what is it going to mean for you and then to dig a little uh, the next layer deeper to really connect with um, with and, and also to connect this goal to the bigger the bigger picture um, the question I really love to ask there is what possibility will, will this goal open up for you and when you start to think about the possibility that the goal opens up for you it's like what's this goal a stepping stone towards in the bigger picture like who are you becoming when you achieve this goal like that is the the goal of and that really helps you connect it, the goal. So it's more than just about you and a number on the scale or you and, um, you know, the skill of putting your cutlery down and enjoying food. Like what possibility, like asking yourself that, identify helps you identify like what it is that this goal is going to do for you. And that is so, so, so powerful when you have that clarity around actually this is going to help me you know, be a better, when I'm a grandmother, I'm going to be able to keep up with my kids because or my grandkids or, you know, whatever it is, like what I'm going to feel more connection with my grandkids because I'll be in, I'll be able to play with them. I'll be able to go riding bikes with them, whatever, like whatever that, that possibility is, but getting clear on that 
is super important. So then when things feel hard, you go, oh, yeah, but I'm doing this because, and that gives you that motivation to keep going. Then the next section is your rocks. So these are the, so when I say rocks, this comes from um, Stephen Covey and the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And just this idea around whenever we're doing anything that, uh, doing anything meaningful, it's important to identify like what are the big, the rocks, the big things that we can, that we need to do in order to achieve the goal and get really clear on those because otherwise we can fill our, um, fill our time up with sand or pebbles and the the things that we can like that, that we can be doing that don't really move us forward and then if we fill it, spend all our time on sand and pebbles then we actually don't have space for, to do the rocks so we want to identify and with that like I really invite you to keep it as simple as possible so it can be easy to have a big long list of things that you could do to achieve the goal and I, and I think at the beginning setting yourself up for success, like making it as easy as possible. So only choosing one or two, maximum three things that you're going to do to work on for your goal. And these are like the actions that you're going to take and also getting clear about why you're choosing each of those, those, um, each of those rocks, like each of those actions. And for any, and then the next section is um, your, your tiny habits and, so because and when we're working on health goals if there are any um if there are any of the your rocks that you can turn into to a habit like you definitely want to do that so um so you want to decide when and where you're going to work on your rocks or what that what those habits are going to look like and just a reminder on the tiny habits so the the recipe there is creating a tiny habits recipe is you know, after I do, after I XXX, I will XXX and being as specific as possible. And so uh, let, so let's give you an example. So say your, um, your goal is you want to like, say you want to lose whatever, five pounds. And, um, and so one of your rocks, one of you might like go actually, one of your monks rocks might be doing a daily practice every day. So setting an intention every day. And the other rock might be, um, you might go, actually, you know what? I'm get I, my habit of like snacking after dinner is like, is like, that's not doing me any favors. So you, you might, your other, your, your two rocks might be doing a daily practice. So you're setting intention for the day. And then your other rock might be that you want to stop your, daily your after dinner snacking so you'll you could create a tiny habits recipe for both of those which you probably have done for your daily practice but the after the after dinner snacking the recipe um for that might be you know after i finish put my plate in the kitchen um it might be that I'll, i'll make a cup of tea instead of going back to the pantry or after i have an urge to snack on something after dinner I'll check in and ask myself, you know, do I really, really need this and coach myself in the moment? Or it might be, um, you might want to have a new habit that so after dinner, rather than going back and snacking, you might want to have it of of like having a nice cup of tea or a nice hot chocolate, or maybe that's like, you know, having some sort of ritual around, or or it might be a, a habit for after dinner that's, you might, if you're like really into 
crocheting say you might like go after dinner I'm going to like sit to, after I finish you know cleaning after dinner I'm going after I put my plate in the kitchen after dinner I'll sit on the couch and do crocheting for two minutes so that you're you know giving yourself a gift of something that's nurturing and taking care of yourself so again it's up to you to decide what's going to work for you but you but the more you can habitize or create a habit around the action that you want to take the easier it's going to be and also a reminder with the habit to make it as small as possible so it might be that you just sit on the couch and pick up the crocheting not that you're going to crochet for 10 you know half an hour just so that it's really small and doable remember from tiny habits book like the guy he was he's when he wanted to start flossing his teeth his minimum requirement was that he would just he was going to floss one tooth so or if you're if it's your daily practice it's just the minimum requirement is that you open your notebook or if you do it on the app that you just open the app and you call it a successful day if you just do your minimum requirement. And then we um, then we want to anticipate prob- the next section, which is really helpful, is anticipating problems. So it's like what because you know yourself and you like what are the one to three problems or challenges that you could encounter and then actually get a plan to solve for those potential issues. So it could be, okay, I won't go through examples now, but like you'll know what the potential problems could be. And and so when you take that time to navigate, and often when we're working on a goal, forgetting that we're doing it is one of the biggest ones. So thinking about how can I link this to, like how can I set myself up so that I'm not going to forget can be can be really helpful. So. Um, and there's a, if you want a printable version or a PDF version, so you can fill in the PDF that's there. And then this calibration, recalibration worksheet, that's a worksheet for, um, yeah, when we like in a month's time, when we're tracking on the goal, when we're checking in with our progress on the goal, we'll do that recalibration to, to recalibrate and see how we're going. And if, if there's anything we need to change as we're working along the goal. So, um, does anyone have any questions or thoughts around Goal setting, no, everyone's clear, very detailed. But taking the time up front with a goal to go to, through this level of detail, since I started this process, it's radically changed my success rate in terms of achieving goals. So it is, it yes, it does require a little bit of thought, but um, it's way, you're way more likely to get to either achieve your goals or get a lot closer to them when you have this level of detail up front. So, um, okay. Jules, it's Margaret. Yeah, Margaret, how are you going? So I, I guess I've probably done that at least once before, but it just seems really clear and uh, anyway, really good. Okay, Lesson. you feel like it feels doable? I, I really heard it. You heard it. Yay. Thank you for letting me know, Margaret. Oh, and it's good to see your tree in the background. Okay. Emma's saying, oh, yeah. excellent. Cool. Is anyone feeling a bit like unsure about it? Or like if you, if you, because if you, um, or if you're listening to the replay and you're like, you couldn't see the visuals, just know that it's in circle. And when it comes time to do it, have a go, have a crack at it yourself. And if you like, you get stuck on anything, post in the group or turn up to coaching and I can work you, I can help you through it. Like I love playing around with gold stuff. It's really fun. Okay. Um, Christine said, how do you know where to start? 
Okay, first thing, Christine, is having that vision of and, and just sitting with that question of what do I want? And then because then once you know what you want, then you can go, okay, well, that, you can put that, that, you can start there of like, okay, this is what I want. And then if you like, if you completely blank of like, you've got no idea what to do to get to that goal, then post for coaching and I can help you. But I can't help you know, I can't help you until you know what you want. Yeah. Um, Marie's is saying, okay, I'm not even worried about it because I'm so behind. And Judith's saying, as am I. Brilliant. <laughs> We've got some coaching to do here. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go for how how would you feel, Marisa, about um coaching on that thought that I'm so so far behind? Okay. Well, I I took two weeks off to go to the Midwest and then I came home and got sick. Ooh. And so I've literally been like going to work and coming home and going to bed. I've been like taking antibiotics and prednisone and I've just I the tummy cat challenge is still sitting here un untouched. Um I think that I need to start there first and and start completing that um I just I, I don't know. I just feel like the the one thing I saw um something come through from you today something about like it doesn't matter how many times you fail <laughs> like and I was like okay all right Jules <laughs> so I I just I mean it made me feel better and I got on the scale today and I actually lost like three pounds and I was like how did that happen um because I just didn't pay attention to anything but um I'm just gonna like just get back on and try to like pick up where I left off. And that was with the, the, the tummy challenge. Cause I think that's going to be the most effective thing for me to learn, like yeah. listening to my stomach and stopping um, early from finishing my food. So. Yeah. Great. So um, first of all, Marisa, like, that thought, like when you're thinking I'm, I'm so behind. So yes, factually that's true. You have like, you had the, you've been sick and you had two weeks where you're like, yeah, cool. And so that's like, I'm not disputing that, but what you like, when you're telling yourself I'm behind, it just feels really rubbish. Right. right you just yeah. feel like, oh, like when you're behind, it's like this big mountain that you have to climb off. <laughs> I know you said last week, not, to worry about that and to yeah. just jump right in yeah but I just I was still sick and I just I couldn't I couldn't do anything I literally yeah. went to the doctor and got more antibiotics <laughs> um and I, I just it's just hard to not feel like I'm behind because I I've like I'm like ignoring circle because I don't even want to read everybody's like wins because I feel horrible that I have nothing to share. And Ooh. so I'm just like, so, I, I don't okay. know. I just feel like I'm I'm just behind. And it, and it aggravates me because I, I really wanted to do this. And I just feel like I'm, you know, like failing. But I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna 
let it get me down. I'm, I'm just gonna, I, I have to work on the tummy challenge. And even if I don't like finish the 21 days, at least if I can get like a couple weeks in and, and start figuring it out, I think it'll help. Yeah. So, so Marisa, like, of course that feels awful when you're thinking it be feeling like you're behind and you haven't made progress. And so, um, yeah, like in that, like in your thinking, in your brain, you think, I don't even want to look at circle because I don't want to see everyone else's wins. People are struggling too, Marisa, and you're missing out on seeing, seeing that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's have some compassion for that, like feeling that you're behind. But do you, do you think you can like, co- like that's the first step is coaching yourself and going, no, like, okay, I'm where I need to be. And I'm doing this, like, there's no rush. I'm doing this in my own time. But do you think you can yeah. find a place where that's true? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really want this. And I feel like when you were talking about the stopping eating, like, I, I have those thoughts. Like, I don't, and I say to myself, why? can't I just stop? Why do I keep eating when I know that like the whole thing is to like stop at some point and leave some food behind? And I just, I really have to pay attention to what's going on in in my head because there's obviously a fight going on in there, Yeah, you know, and I'm not really paying attention to it that well to understand why it's winning over me because I, I'm not able to stop. Although I did have Saturday night, both my wife and I went to a restaurant and we both stopped eating and we brought home our food and had the rest of it for lunch the next day. So I guess that's a tiny win. Yeah. Yeah. And remember at the very beginning, um, you posted that you'd gone out to a cafe and that Mm -hmm. you'd like, Notice it wasn't that great and that you yeah. stopped. So we've got, and there's there was another post that you did, Marisa, where you, like, I can't remember what you had, but, you, like, there's been time. We've got, like, there's been multiple times where you've, like, you've done that. You've listened to your body and you've stopped when you've. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. I can do it, yeah. Yeah. So we've got, we actually have some evidence that you, that you that's good yeah that you can do it so when your brain's telling you i'm behind i want you to start actually like that's the first self-coaching muscle to build is like just letting go of that story because that's going to keep you stuck the more you okay. think i'm behind the worse you feel the more i'm made of it and also then you're missing the wins you're missing what you are doing that's working well you just said like you lost three pounds this week like you're like yeah, but like that, but I'm really behind, like, you know, so <laughs> it's like, let's no. look for the evidence and and totally like I've been there where I've been in a, in like business coaching groups where everyone, it feels like everyone else is like making millions of dollars and I'm like, no, I'm going backwards. <laughs> like, <sucks." laughs> but the more I focused on like that pity party, like the further, like that just blocked me from even taking the action that I I needed to take and that I wanted to take. So mm-hmm. like just like my coach would be like, no, you're exactly where you need to be. Like you're getting like you and 
and I'd be like, really? And then, but then over time I was like, actually, no, I am. I'm, I'm learning what I need to learn. And then that opened me up to make progress. So, okay. yeah. So I think that's, that's really the, that's actually really more important than doing the tummy challenge. Okay. Yeah. And also like, I want you to start looking for the, what you are doing well. And I want you to like come back to circle. And when okay. you see someone posting a win, I want you to, rather than going, doing the compare and despair of like, oh, that I'm so much further behind. I want you to use that as someone's, someone's following this process and they're getting results. This process, Evidence. use it as the process works. Okay. Mm -hmm. If it works for them, surely I can get it to work for me. Okay. And, and actually, and really like calling yourself out on the, on the compare and calling yourself out on the, on the, like the story that you're not doing anything because like you, you, ha you, you have done great things and you are going to do great things. And so we want to okay. like, when we get that straight, then you're going to feel more motivated and things will, that's when you'll like, You'll, you'll start to feel better and like you'll make the progress then okay thank you yeah how does that feel this like next step rather than no it feels it feels good i'm i'm going to um work on on getting back into circle and seeing where my tiny wins are and getting involved again and, and you know commenting on other people's things and, and reading what they're doing. Um, I'm, I missed talking to everybody and yeah, um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and I do want to do the, the tummy challenge. Cause I feel like that will help me a lot. If I can be more aware of what's going on with my stomach and, and, the. Uh, just the feelings of of like I know that there are signals <laughs> there yeah. and I'm just not listening to them so yeah yeah and actually I think like um so Jen's been doing some really great work because she has a similar thing of like always feeling hungry which I think you might may have experienced as well Marisa mm -hmm. um so so yeah maybe actually I can I'll send you the links to Jen, a couple of posts that Jen's done and just okay. see, you can read some experiments that she's been doing in terms of, um, so before you do the tummy challenge, I think like getting rid of that always hungry feeling and like, and getting rid of that kind of psychological hunger aspect will be more helpful. So okay. yeah, but, but first is like coaching yourself out of this, this on behinds. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Actually, and um, actually, Jen's on the call. So, uh, Jen, how would would you mind just um, quickly like just give, giving Marisa a quick update? And for everyone as well, I think that the work that you've been doing is really groundbreaking. Um. Okay. So, Marisa, I will say it was actually a comment you made on a call like a couple of months ago that even led me to make my post. So I. I can't remember when it was, but you said something about being hungry all the time. And that was the first time I was like, oh, this isn't just me. So thank mm -hmm. you for doing that ages ago. And without even knowing, like you have helped me. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so I'm glad to see you back. 
So basically I just felt like hungry all the time, like all the time, like after eating, like all the time. So the first thing Jules was like, is like try like a light version of keto to see if it's insulin that had nothing at all. Then what was experiment two? Experiment two was just maybe letting yourself. Yeah. Eating till I was like really satisfied And I absolutely thought that I was doing that. But like when Jules like pushed on it, I realized like I've been dieting since I was a teenager. So for like most of my life, I have not been letting myself eat till I was satisfied because I, I thought I would gain a ton of weight. Right. So it was like very deep in my head. So I've been trying, like, I've been really trying to say that it's safe to eat until I'm satisfied. And I feel like I don't really trust it, but I feel like I've actually noticed a difference since last week's call. Like I've noticed a difference and I'm not that hungry. Cool. I'm certainly like not as hungry as I like, like constantly hungry before, like every moment of every day. Mm-hmm. And it's really seeming to be less, which seems crazy to me, <laughs> but I believe this to be true. <laughs> It's kind of logical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Logic does not work in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good, Jen. Yeah. So for everyone's like, let's what happens when we've got a history of restricting that actually causes psychological hunger and that manifests as you feel hungry. Right. <laughs> and Yeah. So that, and the only way to turn that off is to let yourself be satisfied, to stop using your brain to decide how much and let your body feel satisfied. And then that's a, like, it's not, it's, do you feel like it's not like necessarily a big switch off? It's like more of a, do you feel like it's a bit more of a gradual toning down? Yes. Yeah. More of a gradual thing. And then like you helped with the, I guess the belief, like, it's safe for me to eat until I'm satisfied. And then someone else in the group like posted one that I'm also using, which is like my, and I've changed it a little bit to like, my body knows how much I need to eat. So my brain doesn't have to be hungry all the time to try to like separate the psychological hunger. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing that, Jen. And like, keep going with the experiments. Hey, <laughs> like, amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Who else is feeling behind? Judith, <laughs> can you talk, Judith? Yes. I'm feeling behind. I've also been away. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I've also been away. I've been traveling for two weeks and now I'm back. And um, I'm very behind, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to take it as a fault. This is going to be my tiny, huge win. Is that going to go from being a very black and white, all is nothing perfection person, you know, to a good enough person? I mean, um, Marissa, I fell off the circle bandwagon after four days. um, And it's not that I don't want to read what anybody else is writing and it's not that I don't want to support everybody else it's just been overwhelming and it's all tied up in other things like my writer's block which you know has ruined my livelihood not just my weight but you know my whole life so um 
I'm gonna I'm just forgiving myself for not being in circle and I'm just gonna take a win that you know I've been journaling now for 71 days amazing yeah and um I weighed again today um I weighed when I got back from my trip and I hadn't gained weight but in the five days I've been back I've gained two pounds but I'm yeah so I am behind but I just feel like at least I'm doing something and that's better than I would be doing and I hope I'll one day make a post in circle but if I don't that's okay too yeah 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 so Judith like that coaching that I just gave to Marisa around letting go of the behind story Mm -hmm. because you're like oh yeah I'm doing this and but I'm behind but I like I'm yeah like I came back from my trip and I hadn't gained any weight but I'm behind like so no but now I have gained the weight so you know self-fulfilling prophecy but But I think my two pounds (laughs) my biggest thing was that I reached out for coaching when I was away so tell me about what's working well yeah 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 there we go see yeah that feels better doesn't it like so rather than I'm behind what about it's like I'm getting what I need yeah (laughs) getting a little more than I need but yeah well like what you're like not necessarily in food but in terms of coaching in terms of change yeah yes I I suppose it's it's just a lot of information and I'm you know every every time I'm you know I come on a call I write notes and then do I ever reread my notes no No, you don't have to (laughs) yeah but I, I do because I'm writing notes to say you know go in you know this is in um um, you know the sectional circle but it's like anyway I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm just gonna start clean and and do the new goal and not worry about what's behind so yeah so I write copious notes when I'm in coaching groups and I hardly ever go back and read them Judith but I feel like but I'd like there's something about trans just write it taking the notes I feel like my my thought is rather than I'm behind and that I should have gone back. My thought is I got what I need. Right. Okay. And then when I feel like, when I think I've got what I need, I feel confident and I feel like motivated and it just makes me feel ready to take the next step and and go on. So whereas if your dominant thought is I'm behind, that's making you feel like, like you're not making progress. It's making you feel disappointed in yourself. Like, it's making you feel like you're not doing it. Like in, it's making you feel less than, and that's that that perpetuates you f- like feeling more of that, and it also blocks you from seeing the progress that you are making and seeing the wins that you are having. Like you just said, you like you've done your daily practice like seventy one days. Like that is huge. Yeah. Like yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's okay for you to like yeah. So how would you feel at like this week just focusing on like your the only thought I want you to think about naturally healthy club stuff is getting what I need that's the only thing okay. to do just one thing to focus on this week okay yeah and letting go of that story and yeah like log into circle or don't doesn't matter like just but I want you to like when you think whenever your brain's coming tells you uh I'm behind no no I'm getting what I need when your brain's telling you there's so many notes I haven't gone through them no, I'm going to get what I need. 
How would that feel? Okay, I I will Yeah, give it a try. you're up for that? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, did anyone else want to quite have a, um, read through the chat? Did anyone, does anyone else have feeling like they're behind? So, cause we want to, we want to clear that, that out before we go on. Okay. Or did anyone else have anything, any coaching or did anyone else have a win that they wanted to share? Yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, it's, it's, it is just a tiny win, but it uh, makes me smile every time I think about it. But normally I start eating mince pies at the 1st of December and I have, doesn't matter where they're from, doesn't matter whether I'm standing up or driving or having them as pudding or at someone's house. But this year I've made a real intentional thing about having it as a sort of advent ritual. So for the three Sundays... Um, that we've had so far in, in December, myself and my husband have sat and had a mince pie and I've, I've researched the The very good best mince mince pies, pies. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a subscription to a witch magazine, which is consumer reviews. So I went and bought their recommended number ones this year and we have it on a plate and they're heated up and I use a little fork and have a little dram of whiskey. And we have it last thing on a Sunday night. And I've never enjoyed mince pies so much in my life. And I've eaten way less mince pies than I would normally. <laughs> Isn't that so amazing? thank you. It's the quality. Thank you for the tip about building anticipation and the pleasure that's come out of those three mince pies that I've had in my life has been really, really nice. So Oh, thank you. that's so good, Prince Lizzie. I love it for the perfect, <laughs> perfect <laughs> <laughs> tiny win for Christmas. Yay. Excellent. Okay. no denial. No denial. Just Yeah, lots of that's pleasure. right. That's exactly it. That's what being naturally healthy is all about. Um, Okay, so let's, before we wrap up, so in terms of intentional feasting, so just a reminder to everyone that part of our evolution as humans is to have, like, feast, like we're really designed to have periods of feasting and periods of famine. So so having a big feast, having a, a Chris, big Christmas lunch or Christmas dinner, like that's a great part of, of, um, of how, like how humans have evolved And it's actually, I think there are actually some evolutionary advantages to having big meals, like, you know, not all the time, but, but from time to time. So, but what we want to do is do it intentionally. So we don't want to be like, you know, overeating every day, but, you know, once a while it can be really helpful. And so we want to do it intentionally and with self-compassion. And so the thing that I would invite you to do is just, ask yourself like how do I want my Christmas day to go and just think it through if you want if you feel more comfortable writing it down write it down actually map it out like oh this is what it's going to be like in the morning like I'm going to be making muffins for Christmas morning for the boys I'm not going to have any because I'm not really a huge muffin fan like but that's cool like I'll have my special tea with cream in it <laughs> um And then like actually get a, get a plan for the day. I want to like not be picking what I'm cooking so that when I sit down, I want to feel hungry when I sit down to my turkey feast and my, and so actually like get those specifics. And I wanted to like not be feeling, I want to feel really full, but not like not sick at the end of the day. And so actually map it out, get really detailed, as detailed as you, if you like play around with it, like think about the, what are your mince pie equivalents 
And then the next, the next step is to just ask yourself, like, what are the obstacles that could come up? Like, what are the things that could derail you and get a plan for those? And like, think about your alcohol or how much you go, like, how much do you want to drink there? What are you going to enjoy? And, um, and yeah, just set that intention of this is how you want the day to go. And it doesn't matter how, if, how the day go actually goes, but just setting that intention is going to make a big difference. So, um, yes. So no live call next week because we're taking a week off. I will have, um, I will post in circle and in the, um, in the podcast feed, I'm going to post a, a replay from a previous session. So you can keep an eye out for that if you do want a, a new lesson, but otherwise there's plenty of, plenty of things to just implementing is way more important than learning new things. Um, yeah. So have a fantastic Christmas and I'm looking forward to seeing tiny wins in the group from all of you. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll wrap up there. So have, have a beautiful Christmas, everyone, and I'll see you, um, see you soon.